You're listening to the Ape for Comics podcast, sponsored by StashMyComics.com and our local comic book shop in Roanoke, Virginia, BNDComics.com. And now, here's your hosts, Matt Barrett and Neil Rickman. Hello, you're listening to the Ape for Comics podcast, episode 21. I'm your host, Matt Barrett, and with me is my faithful companion... Me, Neil Rickman. It's Neil Rickman. <laughs> Why do I always have to say that it's you? Uh, because it's fun. It's... I kind of, I was went for kind of a newsy approach on my uh, my intro. It's me, Neil Rickman, or something. <laughs> I don't... Neil Rickman with sports. <laughs> <laughs> Whammy. Yeah. yeah, we're here, you know, just hanging around talking about comic books, and we're excited because this weekend. Uh, Neil and I, along with our buddy Chris, will be going to the North Carolina Comic Con. That is correct. It will be a journey of Hobbit proportions. November 9th <laughs> and 10th. So, if you're listening and somehow you're going to be there and you want to say hey to us, I will be the guy. Okay, I'm going to wear my yellow Cyclops shirt. The um, Cyclops was right shirt. About that. Still right. The first day. And he's still right. Look for a short guy with a beard, by the way. I didn't know if you knew I have a beard, Neil. Really? Have you heard about the No Shave November? I've heard about it, but I'm not allowed to do that because at my where I work, um, I, have, <laughs> I don't know. They would probably lock me up. Well, at the con, <laughs> I'll, I have a shaved head, I have a beard, and I'll have a yellow Cyclops shirt on. Neil, what are you going to be wearing? Something weird. mouse guard. <laughs> Something with mouse guard on it. I'm I'm a pretty large gentleman. Uh, I guess uh, around the 200 range, about 5'11". Um, I have no sense, and I have the vacant look of a fool. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I will be the one that has no cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll be so, the broke guy begging for I, cash. No, I'm not going to be begging at all. <laughs> I mean, I've got a... Don't worry. I've got my money for the room and gas and whatnot. Okay. Um, no, that's that's fine. That's there. Um, <laughs> however, <laughs> that being said, I don't know how much art I'm going to be able to get because, uh, once again, David Peterson has already gotten my money. <laughs> he has already gotten my money, and I, I have less to spend now than I did at uh, Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually got an ink commission, finally. Um, ah. which is a, a penny well yeah. worth it. Uh, but it, you know, it's for me and my, uh, not yet established self. It's, it's a bit. Gotcha. So, um, I'm, I'm excited. I am cause too. I, he, uh, you know, the list went up. I was like, there's no way, you know, I know this is such a small, it's not a small con. I don't want to say it's small, but it's, it's not one of the bigger ones. No. You know? Um, Although the talent, I'm just impressed with the, the quality of the talent we're going to be talking about. Yeah. But we're, we're going to run through that on our special feature. Uh, again, for those of you who don't know, the North Carolina Comic-Con, November 9th and 10th at the Durham Convention Center. So if you live nearby there and you haven't heard of this, you should go. It's going to be cool. There's a lot of uh, really talented people on there, despite this being a small con. I'd say... 
there's a more concentrated of people that I've at least heard of than at the Charlotte, the Heroes Con. Yeah. Well, I'm, there's a lot. Yeah, I'm a lot more interested in uh, in the folks they have here, even though it's not as many. Right. I'm interested in more more of the ones that they do have. I guess is what yeah what you're saying. Right. So, okay. I agree with what you said. Yeah. Because <laughs> you should. Yes. Well, before we touch on that, let's go ahead and go into some news. And the news topic at the top that everybody's talking about. I'm just, I'm overselling this. This is important, though. Fables will be ending at issue 150. I'm wondering um, how it's going right now, because as it stands, I'm just on the fourth trade. Hmm. And I'm not even done with it. I'm kind of like in the beginning of it. Um, I've loved what I've read. I've actually read um, parts one through three a few times mm-hmm. um, and meant to get back into it. And it's it's kind of lingered for whatever reason. So I end up rereading it again and then buying another book maybe and right. getting about halfway there. And it's just – it's not that it's not good. It's very good. But the, he, he packs a lot in, Mr. Uh, Willing – is it Bill Willingham? I believe I'm saying that properly. Yeah, I believe so. He he packs a lot into those books. You get your money's worth. So for sure. Yeah, I I have read some fables when I a few years ago when I really started getting back into comics. That was one of the ones I I sort of had read about as being really good and something sort of different from the superhero fair. Uh, yeah, and Bill Willingham is is who you're discussing. And I guess he said they're just they're kind of ending it just because you know it's been going on for a long time. 150 issues these days uh, is a long time, and and they just they sort of had plans for it to end here, and and here we are. So that that doesn't mean that we he can't branch off from this series. So yeah, I'm wondering if his next title will be Vertigo or more hero inspired, mm-hmm. or just maybe his own indie somewhere. I imagine maybe he's going the way of some other creative talent and uh yeah parting this is his exit from DC I don't know and uh, they're also saying this is according to Newsarama uh, an interview that they did with him that Ferris uh might be ending about the same time as well so that's what I'd heard yeah and uh just to just to give another shout out to Mouse Guard as I love to do uh Bill Willingham actually has done a story that it's not out yet it was supposed to come to print but the printer and press messed up, but the last uh, issue of uh, Legends of the Guard, Volume Two, that's currently going on, uh, he actually has a story in there. Oh, cool! Boy, like doing some work in uh, David Peterson's uh, kind of like you know play yard there. Gotcha. So. Well, moving on in other news, uh, unless you've been under a rock, which is possible, I hope you fraggle are under rock. A rock. Yeah, you could be under a Fraggle Rock. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I'm going to get you, Fraggles. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Beautiful. Was that how he talked? Yeah, it was. And that that guy was so freaky. He was scary, yeah. Yeah. I Um, definitely wouldn't let Fraggles nor children near that guy. (laughs) (laughs) No. Weirdo. Angry at some Fraggles. But there was a trailer for the X Men Days of Future Past movie which is coming out in the future. What did you think about it? I'm uh, excited because uh, 
Warpath is in that trailer. Wasn't uh, Bishop in the trailer as well? Bishop was in the trailer. Yeah. I'll, I can't tell if he's growling or not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, they're giving a shout-out to Blink in that, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. That's a kind of a cult fan favorite, Blink. Yeah. From back in, uh, I'm trying to think of the series she became real popular in. Um, I know she was in The Exiles. She was the big deal there. But before then, she got her start with uh, the Phalanx Saga, hmm. I believe. I remember her coming out of that. But there was something pre that I thought she was in. That... But she she became a popular character. It's kind of like uh, when Pixie came out. Mm-hmm. Everybody got into Pixie for a minute, and that has a cult following now too. I think right. just does weird uh, characters that maybe you're not A-listers, but have a following. Hmm. So I've always been bitter because they're both porters, and I was like, they're riding, <laughs> they're riding the uh, Nightcrawler wave. Yeah, but, <laughs> but they made them more powerful. So. Yeah, well, the the uh, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was really well done. A lot of people complained that hey, there's no Sentinels, there's no action, but of course. The thought there was that, hey, there's still CGI and up that stuff, so it's not quite ready yet. Well, that, and you don't want to spoil things. I, you yeah. know what? I hate trailers that that use all the good scenes, like, in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see the good scene as it's happening in the movie. I don't, yeah. I almost don't, I don't need to see the Sentinels, really. Right. Surprise me. I mean, I know what they kind of look like anyways, but. I don't need to see them until until they're ready. In fact, I might right. purposely avoid any trailers with the Sentinels in it. And think about how epic that'll be, like on the big screen. Mm-hmm. You know, not just seeing it like on. Well, your TV is pretty good, but my <laughs> <laughs> seeing it on my TV would be horrible. <laughs> so that's like wow. That's like a, a what is that? A Rock'em Sock'em robot going after the X Men? What is that? <laughs> so. Well, of course, you know the. For those of you who aren't familiar with the storyline, um, they have changed some things. Instead of Kitty Pride, I guess it's Wolverine uh, who they're sending back in time, correct? I think that is correct. I think it was and... originally Kitty Pride. Of course, they're going to go with Wolverine. You know, he's their their go-to guy. Uh, and I and I would be honestly a little more up in arms, and perhaps I should be because I'm a I'm a pretty big Kitty Pride fan. I think she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but. At the same time, movie-wise, Hugh Jackman pulls Wolverine off so good that I almost can't help but like him. Like, yeah, he <laughs> he's like Tony Stark, Iron Man for me. You know, in the comics, don't care for him so much, but in the movies, it's, I'm all I'm all about it. So, right. And that, that being said, there was I think some news that there's going to be the Wolverine too. Did the Wolverine yeah. do that well? <laughs> Did anybody see that movie? I, you know, I challenge you. <laughs> I didn't it, see it. You didn't see it. Well, that being said, like I, don't know anybody I love, I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but they keep his like solo movies. Uh, they keep being uh, not so great, I guess. Yeah, they don't appear to care very much. They don't market them very well. Certainly, it's weird. Yeah, I'm the sure. Guy that I'm you sure Oklahoma. it was pretty good, and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I just didn't. It didn't hype me up enough to go to the theaters and see it. That's uh, I. I just think they they fidget with stuff too much in his solo movies mm-hmm. for me to to be locked in. I don't. I just don't. It seems like that everything's a little bit the same, but so different. And I'm like, I don't really want to be trying to figure out like what is and what isn't while I'm watching a movie. I don't know. So right, right. The, these first world problems of a geek. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so just it. Of course, last uh, little bit of news. We might as well discuss uh, DC Comics pretty much leaving New York behind. I guess you heard that they're going to full-on go to the West Coast and pretty much do their business out there. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of funny because if you viewed it from an Avengers standpoint, they've accepted their place as a lesser team. Right. <laughs> 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 They've got Wonder Man on their team. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, which everybody jokes on, but he's hugely—he's actually very powerful, just not compared to like Thor, the Hulk, or yeah, a lot of the other Avengers. But, you know, it's a—it's a move that makes sense for them, but it, it's kind of sad to see them, you know, out of New York. You always thought New York City, and you always thought Marvel and DC, and and more and more, that's just becoming a thing of the past. You know, with all this. Uh, these movies and stuff going on. So, and I guess the joke kind of is on Marvel because when you go to the big comic convention of San Diego, they're right down the street, right? So yeah, true. Whatever. <laughs> so I guess there's that side of it. They don't have to uh, ship. I don't know. I don't know how that works. As far as um, how much stuff they might have to actually take to certain conventions, or I know most of the talent lives all over, so it just doesn't matter in that way. But yeah. As far as like if they actually have folks from their office attending or props or whatever, I don't know. Well, I, you know, there's still some independence there, so you know New York isn't done yet by any means. I think Valiant is in New York, are they not? I'm not, I'm not positive on that. I think um, they are. I know. I'm pretty sure Dynamite is. Uh, Dark Horse, I believe, is is Oregon or something. Well, I mean, you know, Marvel's holding it down, and and I don't know if they'll choose to go that route, like move out to the West Coast. But yeah, I just want to say that I I wouldn't do it. California's awesome, I guess. You know, I've been yeah. to North. I've been kind of in certain parts of it very briefly, mm-hmm. but um, I I'm always scared it's actually going to slip off into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but imagine um, if if your house survived that you'd be living on an island and your real estate would like triple would it because we've all oh well we uh-huh. have you and i have read great pacific and nothing good comes out of that it <laughs> seems like so yeah no i don't want anything to happen to california i have a lot of relatives out there so oh i don't mean to be saying that i'm just yeah. saying i i worry about that i don't yeah I, that's something it's a concern I, the earthquakes i mean every state has their thing uh and Northern California is epic. Like I, that's a place that I would love to actually think about living. Yeah, but it's beautiful. But I just I couldn't take it. I don't know how folks something like that happens. I run. I never <laughs> turn back. I just run. All right. Well, let's wrap up the news because there's not a lot going on really. Because I'm a Debbie Downer. <laughs> oh. We'll end on the earthquake. You're note. talking comics. I'm talking natural disasters. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, let's talk about a lighter subject then, shall we? And yes. that is... I'll stay positive, Dag, on it. <laughs> the special feature. <laughs> and this week, we're just going to talk about the Comic-Con that we're going to go to. The New York Comic-Con. We mentioned it early, Durham, North Carolina. Not a huge show, but one that we are excited for. And uh, let's run down some of the guests there. And the reason hold up one minute. Okay, <laughs> you said New York. <laughs> I said New York. Yeah, you meant North Carolina, NC. 
Yeah, NC. I'm sorry. Not I NYC. A, I'm in a New York state of mind. Yes. I'm not going to sing this song. Yes, so North Carolina. Let's run through some of the people here. Um, Josh Adams, who is... I don't know if he's a current writer of Doctor Who, uh, but also known for Batman Odyssey. Are you familiar with him? I haven't dealt with him that much. Um, okay. I have to say, I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to place Batman Odyssey in my mind of what that was like. Yeah. But it, I don't kind really, of, not very familiar. It's kind of been running independently of, of the other Batman stuff for a while, I think. So um, I might have to look him up because just recently my son has become enamored with uh, Doctor Who. So I mentioned to him that Doctor Who had a comic and certainly I want to bring him something back. So I might bring him something back signed by Mr. Josh Adams. Well, cool. Then we got Neil Adams and most people know him from X-Men and also uh, Batman and Green Lantern. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And this is another Neil, another white Neil. Yep. I had a joke with a guy at uh, the shop back when I was working there. Uh, his also was named Neil, and when he would come in, I was like, oh, look, it's the other white Neil. <laughs> he was like, are you comparing me to pork? I was like, no, that would be me, sir. <laughs> so, We've got James Asmus, or is it Asmus? I'm going to have to learn how to pronounce that. From uh, Quantum and Woody fame, which I'm really excited about. And that that's the newest run from Valiant Comics, also known for Gambit and End Times of Bram and Ben. He looks very street. Yeah, he does. Like, I wouldn't mess with old James Asmus here. Oh, man. In this it's, picture, it looks he looks like I will mess you up with write <laughs> comics. Very good. <laughs> One signing only. Yes. What are you going to have me sign two books? I don't think so. Uh, Jeremy <laughs> Bastion uh, of Cursed Pirate Girl, which I have heard of, and... Ye old lore of yore. He is a phenomenally nice guy. I thought you had maybe met him along with me at Heroes. I don't know if you remember that at all. Was he the one near David Peterson? Yes. That was him. That okay. was he. Then I have met him, and he is cool and has some... Is he the one with that insane artwork? Yes. Oh, yes. I I, he said he had, like, commissions open, but only three. Because, and I, we both know why, his work, he does, like, there's the, the main drawing that's pretty intricate, but he, like, details all up and down and around it. It's insane. Hmm. Okay. He does really crazy detail. Hmm. Well, we've got a Bob Burden, who is known for Flaming Carrot, which I have definitely heard of, and Mystery Men. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. They're showing Mystery Men there. They're having a film festival in which Mystery Men's a film they're showing, which is funny. Yeah. That's awesome. I wonder if he'll be in on that at all. Yeah, uh, who knows? I wonder if he liked it. <laughs> huh. Yeah, he might be like, I hate that movie. Uh, Bernard Chang, uh, Supergirl Demon Knights. Uh, has he... Did you get the Demon Knights digitally, or did you get it in trade? I, had it, I have it in trade, okay. and I don't, uh, to my sadness... I don't recall whether he's is he the artist or the writer on it. I'm I'm thinking the artist. Oh uh, man, that's gonna be super sick. Let's I'll I'll look it up. Do you have the list pulled up in front of you? You can I uh, do. You can read off the next gentleman who people will have heard of. That would be Frank Cho, 
which uh, we all know they've got listed here as uh, Savage Wolverine, Liberty Meadows, Jungle Girl. But of course, he's done work all around. Uh, I think both, you know, both sides of the uh, the big two. Right. I think he's pretty much touched on a lot of different characters. Um, and he does he he does the ladies quite well. I'll say that. Yeah. So, uh, and then next to him we've got a uh, Brian Clevinger of Atomic Robo fame, Captain American Avengers. He's done some work on. I didn't know he did. I knew him from Atomic Robo. Didn't know he had worked on Captain America and the Avengers. Well, hmm. and uh, he has a huge can of pork and beans or something up by his head that is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That is excellent. Um, and then we've got Geoff Darrow of Shaolin Cowboy fame, um, the big guy and Rusty the the boy robot. Huh. And uh, that he's got a very uh, if you've have you ever seen his art style? I do not believe I have. It is a very distinct art style, and I I tend to really dig it. Um, so it's going to be neat to see him there, I think, and stop and take a look at his work for a minute. Um, yeah, and just to uh, to interject, Ben uh, Bernard Chang, he did uh, do some penciling on Demon Knights. Uh, so check your issue specifically. Issue eight is sort of the first one that's coming up here. So on on which uh, say again. Uh, Bernard Chang. He did uh, do the penciling for a lot of the Demon Knight stuff. So. Oh, oh man, it's a bad time to be broke. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yes. Uh, if you, you should get you, you should get a commission of Etrigan. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Um, but next up, we've got Michael DeVito, uh, who's actually a publisher from Third World Studios, and if I'm not mistaken. I believe they're the ones that publish uh, Stuff of Legend, which I'm big into. Uh, and he was actually, they were actually going to have Charles Paul Wilson III there, but he had to back out. I talked to him a little bit on Facebook. I don't know exactly why, but uh, I was a little saddened because I was looking to maybe get a commission from him again. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, have, you, have I ever pushed that on you, or had you read any of uh, you... Stuff of Legend? had me read i think the first trade and i really liked it It was kind of like the the dark toy story kind of story yes 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 good stuff very good and then uh up next we've got tommy lee edwards who has done a book called turf bullet points and vandroid i know him from a a series that came out a little while back uh from marvel called night it was just labeled 1985 hmm. and his art style is really something to see Okay. Uh, very, you know, it, it reminds me a little bit. I mean, it's not quite to that level, but it reminds me a little bit of Alex Ross in a way. Nice. But it, it does have a very 1980s feel, hmm. um, but like a painted 1980s. Not like, uh, it's. I'm not saying like he's like an old 80s illustrator. Uh, you'd have to see it. It's a distinct style. Very good. Yeah, you, uh, Adam, you were correct uh, about... Uh... Michael DeVito, uh, Stuff of Legend, uh, is one of their titles. Right. I thought I'd recognize that publisher from them because I don't – unfortunately, I don't know of uh, what else they may have in their, their stable, but uh, I'm tempted to stop by that table and look at it since they invested in such an awesome title. So. Yeah, you should, you should check out their site. Um, it's thirdworld.com. The, the I in third world is a three. They got some. They got some cool looking books. 
I'm sorry, you were going to say, what, Adam Freeman? The... Adam, exclamation point. Adam yes. spelled as in children of Freeman. And he's eating uh, like a burger or something. That is fantastic. <laughs> and he is the Valiant Entertainment Sales Manager. Okay, see, this is the man we need to talk to, Neil, so we can get a job at Valiant. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what you've been telling me, you may have uh, something to pitch him, but I'm not going to say anything until you do. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, next, we've got Kevin Freeman, yep. President uh, Action Labs Entertainment. I don't know who he is, but he's looking off into the distance. That's great. Uh, a look of greatness about him. Action Labs Entertainment. I I, I want to say they do the Princeless book, huh. which has been pretty popular. I believe that book what? won an award of some sort. What, what's it called? Uh, Prince Princeless. Oh, wow. Let me... I will look it up. You keep reading down the list, and I'll I'll find this out. We want to give credit where credit's due. All right, uh, Christos Gage. This will be easy. Uh, oh, Bloodshot yeah. and the Hardcore, which I heard was phenomenal. I read some of the early Bloodshot that I don't think he was writing on, but still really good. Absolution and Avengers Academy, which yes, yes amazing. He also did the Bloodshot uh, miniseries that Matt and I had on the show. Me the and, Deadshot uh, and. And we loved it a lot. Yeah, yep. Deadshot. Did I say Bloodshot? Yeah, that's okay. Lots of shots. Shots yes. here and Deadshot, there. the Lawton, the, the stash, the cigarettes, <laughs> the guns, uh, the women. Anyway, <laughs> so he, he's a great writer, really good with dialogue, um, comparable to uh, Simone in a way with that title. Okay, uh, Action Lab. Yeah, they have a, a Princeless is a book that they're – very well known for, uh, like like I said, I think it it won. I can't find the award that it won, but it's one of the big comic book awards. Just you you know what I'm talking about. I, the Eisners <laughs> or was it an yeah? Eisner I think it was like or... an Eisner or something. All right, I could yeah, be wrong. Of... <laughs> it was a Slammy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a Slammy. It's a award. Um, <laughs> Sanford Green. Of one, is that a grand? Should I read that as grand or 1,000? I guess 1,000. 1,000, because I know there was like a grand book that just came out or something. Right. Amy Kami Girls. Right. Which I'm guessing... That's a DC book with sort of the anime style of their... um, Their stable of characters? Yeah, Wonder Woman and such. Adventures of Superman, or Adventure of Superman, rather. Which I've heard is a pretty good book if you're tired of the new 52. I read some of it and was impressed. I didn't keep going because I'm crazy. <laughs> crazy. Just, we're, we're crazy broke. That's why we can't read everything. So I'm crazy going to have to work for Jabba. <laughs> that's, how, that's how things are going for me because intervention. Anyway, <laughs> Tony Harris the man uh, behind some Ex Machina awesome. Yes. Um, Starman, JSA Liberty Files. Oh, sure. He's got a fantastic shirt on that says Fear the Walkin'. Oh, I know. And has Christopher Walken on it. <laughs> I love some of these photos that they've got up on their site. Yeah, they're great. Uh, Jamal Engel uh, doing Molly Danger, which sounds like a fun book. I don't. I think I've seen it, but mm-hmm. it sounds fun, Molly Danger. Supergirl and Firestorm. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Coming up next on the list is a man that uh, they was a late ad, but a lot of folks know him. Dan Jurgens of JLI, which yes, yes, uh, Death of Superman, the man who killed yeah that guy, and <laughs> who created and wrote Booster Gold, um, which is super exciting. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Do I, are his, you gonna have him sign user. anything of yours? Booster oh, Gold-ish? definitely. Okay. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I'm definitely gonna go and and fanboy out all across that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but his his picture is black and white and very artistically awesome looking. Um, should I go on, or would you like to take over from here? Uh, let's see. I'll I'll go on. Bob Kane, uh, SFX Master, Hellraiser, and Highlander. Uh oh. None of these I read, but I'm obviously familiar with some of the titles. Well, I'm wondering if he did he now. I'm wondering if he's a writer, or if he just did like special effects on these movies. Hmm. Yeah, because there is a rather large uh, Hellraiser head next to him. So, if he did the special effects on Highlander, that means he worked with Clancy Brown, which means I hope he high fives me. Let's see. Okay, Robert Bob Keen is a British film director. Uh, so yeah, he's. Known for screenplays as well as working on special visual and makeup effects. So, yeah. Get he did out the of town. special effects for Hellraiser. Awesome. I am going to lose my mind. <laughs> All right. We got Heidi McDonald, who was an editor for Vertigo, worked with Cartoon Network and ComicsBeat.com. She'd be I'm somebody gonna... to know to get a job. In the Do I dare ask days. her what's going on at Cartoon Network with DC <laughs> with Nation? Batman. <laughs> no, I don't think I want to get kicked out of the convention. No. no. Of course, Kevin McGuire, uh, Justice League International, World's Finest. I know you're super excited about this one. He is perhaps um, one of the most respected artists in my book, for me, that I respect the most. Um, because of how... Uh, personable, he can do faces. Uh, worked right. on Justice League International, worked on uh, World's Finest, but I know him from JLI. You know, right. with uh, he really gave me my love or helped to give me my love of uh, Blue Beetle. One of my maybe my all-time favorite DC guy. Uh, he's up there, and then Guy Gardner and Booster Gold, and the way he just gave them all such personalities with their their expressions. Um, which I find a lot of artists either have trouble doing or just don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does it so well. Like this, either if someone's smug like Gardner, it's there. If someone's just cheesy it, like Ted Cord, it's there. If someone's arrogant like Booster Gold, it's <laughs> on their face. It's not just portrayed in the dialogue. Like you right. could look at it and tell that character. And um, we 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 talked about his, his famous uh, Batman punching out guy Gardner. <laughs> the uh, one punch, issue. yeah. Yep. And I told you that you should get him to commission a uh, receipt for that. So uh, Guy Gardner <laughs> perhaps punching Batman? Nope. Perhaps. Uh, or <laughs> <laughs> perhaps, uh, you know, I had a kind of an idea of maybe um, having a hard, you know, one of the hard light uh, constructs, and he formed like Robin punching Batman. And that's how <laughs> I was like... <laughs> It yes. would it would be interesting, <laughs> something like that. All right, who else we got? Yeah, Jeff uh, Mariate, 
Desperado's Angel and Graveslinger. And I guess Angel is is uh, is from the the television show. That's what I am assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the Angels uh, franchise, um, and he writes Desperados, which is a weird West style comic book. Uh, so that might be kind of interesting. Hmm. Looks cool. Hmm. Uh, Ron Mars. Most people know him, uh, particularly, uh, he does some amazing work on Witchblade. Uh, at the times that I have read that and caught that, I've been really impressed. Also, Green Lantern, Magdalena, and uh, the, another awesome Top Cow series called Darkness. He, uh, he is kind of uh, a mastermind of Top Cow, it looks like, with those, with, yeah. you know. Cause that, correct me if I'm right, is Magdalena, is that also a part of Top Cow or no? I believe so. It's believe, uh, it's somewhere yeah. in that image top cow family. So wow, yeah, he's so he's one of the godfathers of that area. That's yeah. crazy. And they do make tremendous comics, especially um, art wise. You'll never be disappointed in a top cow issue. Guaranteed. Uh, ben McCool, famous for Choker. I believe that's an image book, is it not? Choker. Let me look. That I can't up. Remember. Uh, Memoir. I think so. Also Captain America, and also a really awesome name. I mean, if your name is Mick Cool, <laughs> you can't not be cool, right? I, well, <laughs> if it were me, sure. No, no. Not... <laughs> Neil McCool. Because I'm not the king of cool. <laughs> yeah, that's an image title. Yes, sir. Okay, I figured it was. Looks, um, uh, looks like I'm. I want to say that. Who does the art on that? It almost looks. Is he the artist on that? Let's see, no, he's yeah, he's the writer because it looks like I was gonna say it looked like Ben Templesmith, hmm. um, actually doing the art on that, and he's got that very distinct style. I believe he worked on Thirty Days a Night with Steve Niles. Ah, okay. So that's hmm. very cool. We've got a Chad Netherland, uh, and under his name is well, we got record record holding strongman actor. Android. So I'm guessing this is a legitimate strongman. <laughs> Get out of town. I'm oh, going to have to look this up now. Chris, now Chris, Chris is going to freak out if it's a legit strongman at this thing. Yes, he, he's an American. This is courtesy Shut of, your face. of Wikipedia. American strongman, martial artist, and businessman. Oh, no. He can escape from uh, a set of handcuffs in 1.59 seconds, holding two planes from takeoff for a little over a minute, and breaking 50 blocks of ice in 19.26 seconds. Have you talked? Have you, is this the first you've figured, found out about this? Yeah, I mean, I I glossed over the list, but in my head, I was just thinking comics, so I didn't realize we'd have a legitimate strongman. Christer is gonna go crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is gonna be. Like, in, I'm worried that he's gonna start asking the guy to do like crazy things. He's been in like Ripley's Believe It or Not and Stanley's Superhumans show, and for some reason the Rachel Ray show. I don't know what that's about. He's probably like I don't know breaking, breaking ice. pastas with his face. <laughs> yeah, something. And of course, Carrie Nord, known for his Conan and most recently Exo Manowar work. That's so sick. There's too much awesome. talent. I know. I have I have some physical 
I have a physical copy of, uh, I think, Exo Man of War number two. I could have him sign. That, that's another one of those books that, like, I really want to get, but uh, just haven't had the time. Yeah, I, I, that one I'm sorely not on right now. That and, uh, of course, uh, Eternal Warrior. Mm. Uh, that one's one that I really, really want to pick up. And here's another one i uh, kind of excited for here. Uh, Phil Noto, and it's got Trigger Girl 6 uh, Ghost Infinite Horizon, but he's done a ton of stuff for uh, DC and Marvel. That he has. And um, and I'm Horse. trying to think of and, things. Uh, I want to say... I, I know just sort of looking down his list here, uh, Jonah Hex is probably some that you and I have somewhere in our... our uh, or back issues. Right. It's 10, 16 through uh, 17, 19 through 20, 22. Um, so he had a pretty good run there. He's done uh, Superman, Supergirl, X-Men Origins, Iceman, uh, Avengers Origin. He did some House of Mystery. Uh, just a ton of stuff. Oh, and quite a bit of Uncanny X-Force. That's where I, I recognize the name. Oh, why? Yeah, why in the heck didn't that just pop yeah, out in my mind as well? I don't... Old Rick Remender, issue 24, 26 through 27, and 31 through 35. So he basically uh, wrapped that one up. So, yeah. You know, just a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely going to have him sign that. Love the way he draws Phantom X and the rest of the crew. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Dan Parent, for, famous for Archie, Betty and Veronica, and Kevin Keller. I do not read these, but uh, I like them well enough. Yeah. Wasn't he <laughs> like, like the heroes? He had a bit of precursor. I do not read these, <laughs> but I like them well enough. <laughs> it's not my uh, thing, but uh, a buddy of mine always had those sitting on the back of his toilet, and you know that's what I would read as a kid. You know, Jughead eating burgers. It's, yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Perkins. Uh, Stephen King's The Stand and Astonishing X-Men. The Stand is actually really good. I know Dark Tower, some folks might know, have known that one. Is That's actually a really good book. Uh, if, you're, if you like King stuff, if you don't, it actually, the Stephen King books, for the most part, in comics have been really good as well. Yep. Uh, of course, David Peterson, uh, Eisner Award winner, Mouse Guard. Neil's who's favorite. that guy? Yeah, who, who's that? <laughs> who's that? Never talk about him. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Marcy Rockwell from, I guess, Dungeons and Dragons novels, Skine of Shadows, Legacy of Wolves. So, uh, Bonafide, well, not that there aren't other authors there, but it seems like she's, like, a book writer. <laughs> she's eating a cookie, which is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> These photos they took were just somehow amazing. David A. Rodriguez, Finding Gossamer, Stark Weather, Ir- Immortal. I'm not familiar with any of this, but I am happy to go to his table and browse. Uh, Dinesh Shamdasani, I want to say. Valiant Entertainment founder and CEO. And we've heard that this guy is a fun individual. I'm excited to meet him. I am excited. A little scared to meet him. I wonder if we will meet him. Because I don't know. Of, I'm wondering if he's going to be one of those guys that's just not at the table ever, but he's there somewhere. Yeah. So, 
who knows? Uh, of course, Gail Simone. Uh, I don't. I don't know who that is. Yeah, some lady that that <laughs> did like some of the best books ever. But oh gosh, yeah. That... I don't even. I don't. Th- I think I'm. She's one of those that I think I'm going to really freeze up. Yeah. I don't because I have when I'm I've met certain people like I've it's been easier. Not that they weren't awesome and super talented, but she for me and possibly you and I don't I don't she's on that level of holy cow like there's not been anything that she's done that I haven't thought was just you know yeah. fantastic so I don't know and it's and maybe the only time we get to meet her because it's a rare appearance on this coast yep so uh, super stoked yeah she's still on she tweeted earlier uh, through Facebook I they posted on Facebook the guys from NC Comic Con that she's uh, super excited to be down in North Carolina this weekend, so that's a great sign. Cool. Um, yep, of course, Secret Six, Batgirl, Red Sonja, Birds of Prey, uh, any number of things I could have her sign and be happy. And just happy just to uh, to meet her face-to-face. So. Very much so. Uh, Mr. Fred Van Lent, another one. It's Lent or Lente, I'm not sure which. Uh, of course, Archer and Armstrong, G.I. Joe, Alpha Flight, Action Philosophers, We've talked about Archer and Armstrong quite a bit on this show. I was reading uh, issue zero. I haven't finished it. Ah. And, oh, it's so funny already. And this guy, it's so funny that they uh, paired, like, right after Gail Simone's picture him because that's that's who I compare him to. His dialogue, his characterization, uh, Mm -hmm. he's really good at making uh, making you like his characters however they may be. Yeah. Whether they're... (laughs) a little bit of a depraved individual or a, just a real straight edge cutting hero. Mm-hmm. Either way, he, he gets you to see their point of view and love them. Yep. And, uh, he does it well and you have fun doing it. It's so much fun to read that title. It is literally the most fun I've had since secret six. So. Cool. Yep. And then we've got Daniel way who most people know from Deadpool. Uh, he also did a little bit of thunderbolts. Uh, the most current incarnation, as well as Hit Monkey, and Jeremy Whitley, who uh, the book I was talking about, uh, Princeless, also Order of Dagonet and NFL Rush Zone. I I find it so weird that the, uh, the NFL has a comic. Is oh, that what that is, or yeah. is that something else? No, it's some kind of weird football-y type thing. I don't know. Was well, it? Is it a comic? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Oh man, that's weird. Kind of like that. Weird... And I'm a football fan. Don't get me wrong. I just crossing the streams. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Kind of like that WWE comic they did. Oh, Charles we won't Barkley talk about that one. Comic that you sent me. <laughs> did I now? Charles Barkley versus Godzilla or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> I forgot to ask you about that. I didn't get to read it all because I was at work, but um, I have it bookmarked, and I need to go back. But it was tremendous. What did Chris say? Oh, he was laughing about it. He loved it. <laughs> yeah, apparently I... there was a Charles Barkley versus uh, Godzilla comic written a, a, quite a ways back. I don't know, maybe like mid '90s or something. I don't know. It's terrible. It was awesome. That's <laughs> terrible. This knucklehead. Knucklehead. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. <laughs> good knucklehead terrible oh dear well I, I i love sir charles i do too he's he's cracked up 
I always loved his. As a kid, I loved watching him play. So. Yes. Um. Let's see. Well, we are actually at the at the mark. I've got people itching to come back in the house, so I'm gonna have to go ahead and let this thing go. Are you okay with that, Neil? Yes, sir. Okay. That seems sad. <laughs> well, yeah, our times together. There's more coming. Yes. I'm itching. You might have to lock me down. <laughs> I'm I'm very I'm 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 broke crazy now. I'm at a level of broke. I don't care what happens because I spin it all. I'm gonna go crazy. All right. <laughs> well, the next time we'll be talking to you, Neil will be uh, homeless, but that's okay. You can stay at my house. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much art that I can house myself in. True. Well, we want to mention our sponsors, of course, StashMyComics.com. Go there and catalog your books, hang out on the forum, and meet a bunch of great people. Without them, we could not do this show. Also, bndcomics.com, our local comic book shop. Support yours, support ours if you're in the Roanoke, Virginia area. And as always, we will see you next week after the con. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Goodbye. <laughs>